Welcome. This is the Club NFT podcast where we focus talking to project founders in the Solana NFT space. You're going to want to hear about the helpful insights, innovations, all that's happening now and get clarity how NFTs as a tech and shifting to Web3 is the number one opportunity of our generation, especially if you're an entrepreneur, a fellow founder, an investor, you're going to want to listen in. I'm your host, Trevor Johnson, founder of Club NFT, a community where we help NFT investors profit. Let's get into this episode as we roll this clip. Let's go. Welcome back, everyone. This is episode number nine, the Club NFT podcast, right? I know it's been a little minute. You guys have been missing my voice. I'm sure of it. I'm all jokes. But really, you know, in the last few weeks, it's been you know, really consuming with, you know, the launch of Meta Tattoo Club. I'm one of the core founders over there. And, you know, literally over the last two months, just been putting my full attention there and nothing really outside of that. Um, but I'm really grateful to be back on this mic here, um, be back, you know, creating a few more episodes, bringing on, you know, more founders in this space as, you know, been networking like a crazy motherfucker. And, you know, quite frankly, we're going to have some really great content that will be coming out over these next handful of months. That being said, I wanted to give you guys a quick update of, you know, literally what's been going on in this space. I know it's been kind of crazy for a lot of people, right? We've seen, you know, the market sentiment literally die right off. You know, nothing's been minting out. Nothing's been, you know, happening. It's very slow. And, you know, recently, you know, crypto's been hit by a big needle, right? Like we saw what happened in the market just the other day. And, um, you know, it's it's a scary time out there, right? But at the end of the day, you know, there are goods that come out of it. And I truly believe MTC has been one of those really beautiful things that have come out of a bear market that has, you know, proved this meta completely wrong, right? So today's episode, um, I really want to, you know, take a layer back here, step back you know, a little bit. And I hope that, you know, my four years of, you know, being this online entrepreneur game for for all this time, I can add some form, shape of value to you as a listener. Um, you know, whether you are, you know, here just in the NFT space learning and, you know, wanting to make some extra money or, you know, someone that's diving into entrepreneurship, you know, looking to maybe found a upcoming project or, you know, just really here to listen because, you know, I truly believe I have the ability to give, you know, I'm here to serve on this world. And, you know, one of these ways I can give is just, you know, on more levels than just NFTs alone, right? You know, understanding, you know, to be very successful in business, you know, it's about unlocking your, all of your potentials, right? Which is, you know, literally, you know, optimizing your body on the health the physical, the emotional, the mental side of things too, right? Not just finances, guys. And um, I have a lot to share on so many levels that is going to help you become better as a human being and ultimately you becoming better as, you know, uh, get in this space um, specifically. So that being said, I do have a very, very, very special guest for today's episode. And I'm really excited to to bring him on the podcast. He hasn't come on this podcast yet. And, you know, this is episode nine 
And uh, yeah, so let me introduce our guest here right now, and we're going to run it and roll it through this episode. So guys, don't get sick of my voice too long. Um, We have this very special guest. All right, editor, put those sound effects in. Um, All right, all right, guys. Here is your guest for today. It is literally the man himself, uh, Trevor Johnston. He's coming in um, all the way from Kelowna, B.C., here in the studio in Vancouver, B.C. Trevor Johnston, welcome to the show, my friend. And it's really great to have you here. Uh, What is up? You know, this is Trevor as well. Wow, I can't believe you got the same name as me. Welcome to the show. How's it going today, my friend? (laughs) Man, I can have so much fun sometimes, but uh, honestly, um, it's been going super duper good, everyone. Um, it's it's crazy. It's it's literally crazy um, what has gone down in the last three weeks. We launched a project three weeks ago, and since that day, it's just been you know consistent action. But the the big thing is, it's like. You know, yeah, we've seen some success. Yeah, we've seen some money come in. Yes, you know, it's like, holy crap, you know, this four years of this effort and this work is like, you know, slowly starting to pay off and all this jazz, right? And it's it's really cool. And then we have this community and everyone else that's backing us. It's freaking sick, right? But at the end of the day, this is just the building block. This is just the foundation. So um, anyways, um, it's hard to interview yourself, really. Honestly, it's like I thought it would be really easy. I'm like, man, I'm just going to create an episode and uh, I'll interview myself, <laughs> you know, so I'll prepare some questions like I normally do and just ask Trevor on the microphone, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, wh- where I could start this all and, you know, like I said, you know, my intention around this episode, it's really to provide value on many different ways. You know, I believe, you know, through me sharing my story, I can help at least touch or inspire someone else to just take a little bit more action, right, um, to pursue their goals and dreams, to go and actually live a life that they desire, right? You know, I truly believe my purpose that I've been put on this world um, is literally to change the statistic out there, right? There's only 5% of the world that lives a life that they actually desire. Like I, that stat is sickening. And ever since I heard that, I'm like, you know what? I want to make that my life goal. So I'm going to change that statistic. I can't do it alone. But let's make that 6%. Let's make that 7%. Let's make that 10%. Because people truly... Li- de- truly deserve to live a life that they desire. Right now, I believe one of the best vehicles to do this is inside the NFT space, getting involved with Web3, getting involved in NFTs. It's literally the gateway to ultimate freedom and opportunity of our generation right now, guys. Right? Just one vehicle, right? When you can write your own paycheck, you have the ability to do so much in your life right when you learn this skill set guys you have that ability and you know there's just it's you know creating money online gives you the freedom to be wherever and uh, it's just a great vehicle to have um but you know making money online isn't easy it doesn't just happen overnight it doesn't happen in just two months you can't just quit your job right away right and i've learned a lot of lessons in four years of diving into online entrepreneurship of starting this journey of like, you know what, 
I see that as an avenue and I'm going to figure out what it really takes. I'm going to figure out, I'm going to learn everything that I need to know. And that started four years ago. I was just looking back at some memories on my phone. And four years ago, I was in Croatia, um, you know, visiting this girl. And, um, you know, we were, you know, we're having a good time, but whatever, right? But that was when I had a thought that came into my mind. And I was like, you know what? Working my current job, you know, living this life isn't going to cut it. And it won't give me that future that I'm after. Right? If I want to keep traveling, if I want to have a kid one day, if I want to have a house one day, you know, trading my time for money, you know, making whatever amount an hour would never make it for that desire, that outcome. So that was when I started, was literally in Croatia, literally four years ago to this day, I started looking up how to make money online and I came across affiliate marketing. That was my first avenue. And then the, the, the day I got back, literally the day I got back home from Croatia, I was like, okay, I'm going to invest in a program. I'm going to find somebody that knows this a little bit better than I do, and I'm going to invest into that, and I'm going to start. And that's exactly what I did. I joined a program, started learning some skill sets of affiliate marketing, getting my feet in the door, getting my feet wet. I had no clue what I was doing, but I just dove head first, and I was willing to learn. Was I perfect? Hell freaking no. Right? My first year in business, I spent about $13,000 on different programs. I was jumping around, trying many different things. Um, you know, I, I figured, oh crap, you know, I could generate some leads, but I didn't know how to close them. So I was like, okay, I need to learn how to about closing. Right? Dove into a class about that. Oh, actually, that's not about it. It's like the people that are coming in my door are broke and no one that I want to work with. <laughs> You know, I need to figure out about marketing, learn about that skill. Man, okay, I better uh, start start again here. And, uh, you know, the next thing you know, you know, I, I did about 13, I spent about 13 grand and I made about like three grand that year, right? You know, definitely not a profit, but the, the lessons that I learned and, you know, what that equated it to is, is huge, right? I would never trade it for the world. And, you know, now um, a few years later, you know, um, you know, I got into a bit of trading. I got into crypto. Um, I ended up buying Solana at $9 a coin. Didn't buy a lot of it. I didn't have much money, right? But I just got a taste, right? I got to put a little bit of money in and I saw it grow, right? And then when I saw NFTs popping off just over a year ago, um, I was like, look, I have Solana profits. What can I do with that? Right? I want to get into NFTs. Are there NFTs on Solana? Wow, Google's really cool. Um, and sure enough, there was, and I, and I moved six Solana out of my bag there and I got started. I just got started in the market and I went and found the first NFT project that I came across. I went onto those NFT drop websites and seeing what's coming up next. And the one that caught my eye, right. It was like going through the list. And the one that caught my eye was the Meerkat Millionaires Country Club. I don't know if you guys remember that project, but. They're OGs. They they gave back all the royalties back to their holders. First one to pay out those like dividends, right? Um, and it was really cool because they they launched and they broke records. It was a very successful project, especially in the first couple weeks, and uh, made a little bit of a bag. It got me addicted and glued to NFTs. You know why do we trade NFTs? Because it's just more fun, 
There's communities attached to it. There's alternative business models all throughout it, right? It truly is a beauty. And uh, yeah, so, you know, over that time, you know, it led to just thinking of other unique ideas, whether it was, you know, starting a little business here and there, um, educating people, uh, creating little small communities, etc. Right. But then um, eventually it led to Meta Tattoo Club. Right. And, you know, they brought me on to help develop and build the community. And as you guys know, as you know, the people that are listening here are probably members of the community. Right. And, you know, I'm not perfect at what I do. Right. But I just do my best and I put my heart into it. I, you know, one of my biggest roles is just listening. I listen to the community. I go over the messages. I scope through every little detail. Right, and I nitpick and find ideas inside there, and I communicate that back to the team. Right, I give that back to our core team more, where we can then start implementing and provide. Right, like what I've said before, it's to build a successful project. It's building a great community and rewarding that community. And the only way to continue to build and reward that community is listening to them. That's step number one. All right. So applying that similar action right inside this business is really important. So, you know, let's rewind the clock a little bit. And I want to tell you guys, you know, a little story because, you know, the only reason why Meta Tattoo Club is where it is right now is because of you guys in the community. Really, serious. You guys boosted our morale to continue to push forward, right? For example... We went out to Vegas. We went to this DJ and NFT event. Freaking lit of a time, right? We flew out a lot of our team out there. We spent a lot of money to make it happen. We sponsored the event, got the booth. We're like, man, we're going to get this tattoo chair. We're going to tap people up, right? That's part of our brand. We're doing this all before we even make a dime, right? We're not allowed to tattoo. We're not allowed to do this. The event is, you know, kind of not that great, like... You know, there's not as many people as they said they would be, right? Just really was like, man, you know, did we just waste all our time, waste all the money and making this happen, right? But we knew how to throw down, throw down anyways. We made the most out of it. We still got people tatted up back at the hotel suite. We had a great time regardless, team bonding. And we had, you know, 40 plus people from our community come visit us and meet us there as well. So we couldn't just pack up the bags and just go home, Right. So we still, you know, created really strong relationships there. And, you know, um, it was definitely a, a success, but we know we could make it better. And, you know, one day down the road, we'll definitely create our own event and we're going to make it 10x what that was, hands down. So that being said, you know, um, when we got back home, I ended up staying a little longer. The The team was not happy about that because they're like, man, this guy's staying behind while well, we have to get home and start working again. Well, I'm like, look, I, like, I can work from anywhere and I'm, you know, designate and I structure my days and I plan out my time, right? The other team members, they, maybe, maybe not as much, right? So I always felt like, okay, well, me working for a solid two hours, like focus time will be better than working five hours kind of all over the place time, right? And, you know, those are some habits and things like if you want to be more successful in business in your life and, you know, like sort of hack is like 
like time hack guys, like your time is so valuable. So make sure you have a balance on like what you're doing with your time, but also prioritizing it in a way where you're blocking out for a certain activity. So that way you can really focus, get more done in less time. All right. Um, either way, that being said, I eventually got home and we we're like, okay, well, we're all in one place together again. And we're just working through to, to get this to, to a time of mint. Right. And we had a date set, we had a plan and we're like, okay, we're just going to do it. And quite frankly, we didn't have the numbers. The numbers didn't make sense. Right. It was like, we had like what, 8,000 followers on Twitter and like 5,000 or 6,000 members in discord. Like, you know, we're trying to mint an 8,888 collection here. And, um, you know, the market was in complete shambles at that time. Um, you know, very low, literally nothing has been minting in the last weeks. I talked to like high level advisors and people that are inside this industry for some time and they advise don't mint, <laughs> you know, you're not going to succeed. You won't make it. Um, you know, and, and I had very bearish vibes and I actually went to the team and I was like, look guys, like. You know, from what what I see here and, you know, looking at the board, like, I think we should, like, wait a week or see see what's going to happen in a week. Maybe, maybe the market will turn around, maybe something else, right? But at the end of the day, the biggest thing and the mentality that we took into this launch was, you know what? We can't put our eggs, right, or we can't rely on things that we don't have control of, which is the market sediment, right? You know, we can't just take other people's opinions or anything like that and take it to heart, right? If we're going to trade, if we're going to take someone else's opinion, we got to be ready to trade places with them, right? So what we did was like, you know, we said, you know what, screw it. Who cares about all those other opinions? Who cares about what our advisors are saying? Let's just do our best of what we have control of and we're going to just show up. And what's the worst case scenario, right? We, we fail. So we just went in and we went in hammering and just sent it really. And day of mint, like we're all at uh, Tommy's house, um, his beautiful house out in uh, Kelowna. And um, yeah, we were just like, okay, let's mint this out. And uh, the mint started, it was 9 a.m. And uh, you guys started hammering, right? We did a bit of pre-sales like uh, for a few days before that. You know, and, you know, mints were flowing in and it was going really good, actually. You know, it was looking promising. You guys were all like loving it because you would see the NFT right away, right? You guys were loving it. And uh, then we got to this point. It was like 30, 40% minted. And, uh, you know, it was starting to slow down a little bit more, right? You guys could list it on the secondary market. So people were buying on secondaries, but they weren't minting, right? Because they could get it cheaper on the secondary, technically, than minting one. Right. And mint was 1.75 sold and, um, you know, public sale. And, uh, yeah, you know, people were like, you know what, I'm, I'm getting my profit, but I'll sell it for 1.5. Right. Cause OGs could mint at 1.25. Right. Let me just get out. You know, this looks like it's not going to make it right. And, you know, that's what it looked like, quite frankly. And, you know, the team was having discussions like, what are we going to do if this is the case? Right. Like, like what? What's our plan B, plan C, right? Like, do we have to like mint the full collection ourselves? Do we need to burn it? Like, like what? What's our options here, right? And it was like really not a great time um, going over it. But um, you know, we were still 
showing up, right? We we decided, you know, from the very beginning, we decided to hop on a space, right? And we did a space all day, you know, uh, minting. We had that little break in the afternoon, and that was when we were having these discussions, right? And basically, it came to a point, like, I was vibing out in the Discord. That was my role. And I just kept seeing you guys pulling up, sharing your profile pictures, showing how excited you are, showing ex- how excited you are for the future of the project, just vibing, vibing, guys. And... You know, it sort of clicked to me personally where I'm like, look, you know, there's no going back at this point, right? We can't cut the collection. Like, it wouldn't make sense. We wouldn't even have enough funds to to make the project even work, right? Like, what, what's the whole point? Like, we can't do that. And um, it was literally at that stage where I was like, look, guys, I, I, I went upstairs. I wrote out that announcement. I know some of you guys know that announcement. And I literally wrote it all out. And I'm like, ran downstairs. I said, boys, I got the game plan. Trust me on this. Whatever you guys have been talking about on this FaceTime, because they were chit-chatting with Meta, trying to figure out what's going on with you know with the rest of the team, right, on FaceTime, right? And I'm like, cut all this bull crap and let's run this play. We're going to hop on spaces again. We're going to run this up. We're not stopping the mint. And we're going to keep minting and sell the fuck out right and that was my attitude with the whole uh, announcement that i wrote out too i'm like look guys you know the market shit right it was the lowest solana was um you know literally um for a long time and um it was trading at like 27 dollars you know like very bearish vibes right nothing was selling and i'm like you know look at the end of the day the market sediment it's shit we get it, no volume, no money, all this stuff, right? But I just said, blatantly, obviously, and clear, and you guys can apply this to any area in your life. It's like, look, we're not going to focus on the bullshit that we don't have control of, and we're going to just do our best, and we're going to show the frick up, and we're going to sell this puppy out. And I laid that down, and I told them our plan. It's crystal clear, that conviction that we're going to do it. And guess what? The community rode that conviction. We were on spaces, you know, I think it was like six, seven o'clock at night that, at that moment. And we were on spaces until literally six in the morning. And uh, and then we slept for three hours. And then we had a scheduled space at 9 a.m. We, we literally showed up five minutes late because we like literally woke up at 9.02, <laughs> you know? So, um, and yeah, like over that that period of time, we sold another 1,500 NFTs. We made a few phone calls to, um, you know, some some people that we know um, that that would invest into the project, and you know, we 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 made it happen, right? And we we saw the the sales start picking up again, and uh, you know, after uh, in the morning there, the next the following day, um, you know, once it passed that 75 percent mark, it went pretty quick from there, and. We actually sold the fuck out, and and by that time too, after selling out, we already had about like I think five thousand Solana trading volume on the secondary market, and like it was the rest was history, and we sold out. It was like maybe about thirty six hours, thirty eight hours, um, constant grind. Like you know those couple days, I literally slept for three hours a night and uh, worked from without those three hours so like what what's what's that 21 hours <laughs> like there wasn't a time of like of, of like even like a break it was like maybe just shovel some food down our throats but that was it 
and uh, we made it happen. It's startup culture, guys, right? Like do whatever it takes, um, you know, and now stepping back, it's like, okay, well, you know, yeah, we grind it out. Yeah, we work hard, you know, like, for example, like I've locked myself in my house for two years and, um, you know, not pretty, not, I don't recommend, but um, two years of, you know, learning online business, working online on the biz and, you know, studying lots and reading books, all these things, right? And I just locked myself in solitude. And, you know, of course, I'd get out and hang out with some friends and do some things, right, um, et cetera. But at the end of the day, like, you know, every single day I was working on my business and, um, you know, locked myself in, in that in that small house that I lived in and just did ran the play, right? And one thing I, I didn't really have was a balance in terms of, you know, taking care of my own health, you know, making sure, you know, these other priorities are on point. And it wasn't until this year I started learning about that and that has excelled my growth. Like think about this, struggling entrepreneur for three years of their life, doing everything that in the power that he can do, right? And then one shift when he simply, you know, forgets about the money, right? Forgets about the business, but then focus in on me, attracted so much more success, so much more wealth, so much more opportunity, and have been able to help way more people, create higher impact, have much higher quality of life, look more amazing in these last literally 11 months. That's it. You know, accelerated growth. Let's say that, accelerate it. And, um, you know, and that, that really, you know, what I can pit, what I can literally give my, my, my success to, I joined a program called the hundred days of discipline. What is that about? hundred days of discipline was just, you know, I had some friends, you know, who were, you know, partaking, they're participating. Um, they told me a couple rounds back, they're like, yo, you should do this. I'm like, oh, I'm okay. You know, like. I don't need to go to the gym. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm fit enough. Like I'm healthy. Like, you know, I don't need to do that. You know, my body type, like I'm an exomorph or whatever you call it. Like I'm good. Right. I can eat a lot and it goes right through me. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Right. I said no a couple times. And then it was in January. I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to see what happens. I'm going to try and to it and see what happens, right? If I last 20 days, I last 20 days, right? And basically, it's a 100-day challenge where there's curated workouts, um, an easy, medium, and hard level, so you kind of fit in where you fit in. I started with the medium level, and uh, yeah, I just showed up every day for this workout. And what it taught me, it wasn't just like a physical challenge, right, where like the workouts, you know, and creating a physique for yourself, kind of, you know, building your body tones, whatever, right? It was way more than that, right? It was the ability to tell myself, you know what, I'm committing to this certain challenge and I'm sticking with it no matter what and I'm keeping that word to myself, right? Uh, you know, show up for yourself every single day. It teaches you many things. Um, and um, yeah, and I love that they applied it to the physical side of things because you know, by doing the workouts, you constantly do get better, right? You know, the first day you could do like three push-ups, right? Like you're like, man, I'm weak as fuck, right? You know, by week two, you you can do 15 push-ups, right? Like, whoa, you see progress, right? When you look at yourself in the mirror, you're like, man, I actually did get some more definition on me. Wow, right? 
And that's the beauty is because you get some gratification with your progress. And something that is lost inside of entrepreneurship, it's about delayed gratification, right? You work so hard, but you don't see a result for, you know, at least 90 days later, right? You don't see results that you're putting in. Like you go read a book, you're not going to reap the reward of reading that book until, you know, further when you're ready and you've downloaded it properly in your in yourself, right? Maybe 90 days from now, maybe a year from now, right? You don't reap that reward, delayed gratification. With fitness, you get that instant gratification, you know, of accomplishing that workout, seeing that definition, feeling better, having better energy, right? And, you know, the first 100 days that I did, you know, wasn't pretty. There was some days where it was like, it was 11 o'clock at night, 12 o'clock at night. And I'm like, wait, I didn't do my workout. Fuck, I guess I got to do it, right? And, you know, it's on me. Like, I could just say, I, you know, I didn't do it and or I did do it, right? And no one would know, right? I could tell the community that. But at the end of the day, that, that would be on me. I would just sit in my chest, right? So I made a commitment. Just do it anyways. Um, But, yeah, you know, that, that was the stepping stone of literally putting more energy into myself, building my mental pillar. Right. I believe there's five pillars in life. It's it's your mental, it's your spiritual, it's your emotional, um, your physical, and your finances. Right? And if you can have control of all of that, which we all do have control of, and we fill those cups up, well guess what? Any of those weaker pillars will catch up to that other one. Right? But if we only focus on one, we don't focus on on, on the rest. You're gonna be. You're gonna lose that one that you've been working on, right? Say if you're focused so much on finances, right? Well, if you don't have the health, you don't have, you know, the physical, you don't have the spiritual and the emotional side down pat. Well, guess what? You're gonna lose that, right? Or, you know, what you're working on is only gonna be at the levels of your other pillars, right? In order to go up on one side, you need to go up on the others, right? And and that's how, you know, life sort of works uh, within feng shui. Right. Um, now, you know, after that, you know, the first hundred days, sick, right? Now the second hundred days, that was where the game changer really happens. Right? Where you maybe level up and let's go to the hard level. Right. Let's um do the do the workouts in the morning versus in the evening. All right, let's let's stack and add some additional habits. Let's change the diet up. Let's start eating more proper. Let's start eating more fuller. Right. Let's not be starving. <laughs> right. One of the best things I've done was up my spending on food and getting quality food versus buying junk versus getting the cheap shit, right? Cutting all processed stuff out, right? Going to get good quality meat, not grocery store quality meat, right? Understanding where your food comes from. Oh, grass-fed, grass-finished, right? Are they just pumped with a bunch of grains and GMOs at the end of its life? I don't want to put that in my body. Right, start studying nutrition and understanding. Oh wow, actually, importance of meat is actually really important. There's a lot of nutrition in there. Just saying. Sorry for the the plant eaters, but it's like there's really not much nutrition there. Um, cutting out plants, literally. Um, you know, there's there's a whole bunch of research to show, like on on so many levels. Right, I'm not going to get into it on this episode, but it's just like, yeah. Um, so. You know, what, what what's going to happen moving forward, right? Um, you know, let's look into, okay, well, over these next few months, like my plan here is um, I'm out of my place here in Vancouver. 
um, at the end of, end of the month. Um, so I'm like, okay, well, I guess it's time for me to get on the road. And, you know, it's cold here in Canada. I don't need to be here. Um, you know, I, I've been in Vancouver because it's, it's been about like building a, a spiritual community of entrepreneurs and, um, and creating this community out here in the culture. But, um, you know, over the winter months, it's not popping, it's not fun, it's gray, it's cold, it's wet, and uh, I don't need to be here. So I'm like, okay, it is finally time. Like, this has been the dream. Make money online, travel the world, do that overseas. I've had it on my vision board for a long time. And yeah, I've had some trips and done some stuff, gone to events, whatever, right? But for real, for real now... It's like, okay, I'm moving over seas. I'm going somewhere warm and I don't need to come back anytime soon and I can sustain myself and be fine, right? Living in Vancouver out here, it's expensive, really is. And I've been doing this on my own for the last few months. Well, guess what? Proof of concept works and um, I'm good. So why not do it somewhere uh, warm, (laughs) right? So, or even where my money can go longer. So basically uh, my plan is... um, you know, we recently did this partnership in Meta Tattoo Club, right, with a travel perk. Well, I figured I want to – I need a test pilot this travel perk, right, before we launch it to the whole community, which now it's launched the community. But basically, um, you get these travel vouchers for, you know, luxury hotel stays all around the globe for a fraction of the price, right? So basically, you know, my intention was like, look, I want to treat my mom – to a vacation. She's done so much. She's been the best support for me in this whole entrepreneurial journey. She's helped, you know, pay for things when, you know, times are really tough. She's helped me just keep pushing forward. I'm like, okay, well, when I have enough, you know, I don't have lots, but like when I have a little bit, like I want to give right back to her. And, you know, I said, look, you know, let's go somewhere warm for Christmas. Let's go spend it out of, you know, wherever you feel like. And I'm like, okay, Mexico it is. And uh, me and her, we're going to go there and uh, go to Cabo. Never been there yet. Um, try out this voucher thing. And um, yeah, we're going to spend a few days, uh, about five, six days there. And uh, and then she's going to come back home to Canada and, and spend the rest of her time here. But, you know, it's just that getaway. And she always needs the sun for the, for those times, especially when it's like really gray in Kelowna. And uh, really good for her body to get that vitamin D. Um, and, and it will just be me and her. We get that time together. And I'm really, really looking forward to it. And I'm really, you know, grateful that um have the opportunity to do that, right? Um, so, yeah, um, we'll be making that a reality. And, um, you know, lastly, it's like, okay, well, from there, what what do I do, right? And uh, honestly, it's up in the air. I, I'm, I pretty much go with the flow. I'm very easy. Um, but basically, I'm looking at you know living in Mexico or maybe Nicaragua or Colombia. I've always said Colombia for a while, but um, I think for ease of access, as you know, for MTC, um, hint hint, nudge nudge. There's some you know maybe event coming up, and we want to be a part of it. So just ease of access to get there and uh, so forth might be should just be Mexico. And all I'm looking for is a roof over my head. You know, I really just live like a local, eat the food from the from the supermarket, right? Find a good butcher shop, right? Like the the basic shit that I need. Um and a motorcycle, right? So I can get around a little bit, explore on my, you know, my on my you no know, time that's for fun, right? That I schedule in. 
uh, good Wi-Fi, and uh, you know the opportunity to connect and create community as well is always a bonus, right? Because um, I think it's always important, and I run. I'm very extroverted, and I you know I run off of a lot of other people's energy too. And um, being able to create community has been like a fast-paced mover for my growth over this last year alone. And uh, so, yeah, maybe being able to have the opportunity to create that or include other people um, would be great. You know, whether that is like another grind house, like I live in this house of, you know, um, five other entrepreneurs and we just like work all the time on our businesses and we're just focused and we keep each other accountable and we go, go, go. Maybe I create that somewhere else as well. But at the end of the day, like, you know, not not totally um, necessary, but I know wherever I go, I'll... I'll meet the right people. I'll track the right people and uh, we'll make something fun happen. So I'm really looking forward to it. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to bringing my microphone with me. Uh, I'm not sure if I'll do these one person episodes, but um, yeah. And uh, create some content too, right? Like that's the next stage. It's like how much content can we create here and, you know, just get people educated around this space, around this opportunity that we all have on our fingertips, right? Like it's really, really special the the time that we live in and, you know, the ability that, you know, the abilities that we have, like, you know, I'm reading this book right now, it's called Limitless. And um, I've always thought and I've always sort of believed in the limitless model, right? You know, meaning like, look, there is zero limits in life. There's nothing that you cannot not do, right? And, you know, if you believe differently, it's like the only limitations that we literally have in life are ones that we put on ourselves. I can literally label so many things that hold people back and it's sad, but it the problem is it's a limitation that they've put on themselves that they've made, or maybe they download it from somebody else's belief and made it their own belief. Well, in this book, it, you know, teaches and shows you ways of how to completely remove these false beliefs, replace it with new ones, and actually live by the model of being limitless. What could you unlock if, you know, there was nothing that held you back? That fear of being judged, right? That stops most people, right? Fear of what other people will think of you. Man, if people could learn to just really train the not give a fuck muscle, this world would be such a better place so you know don't hold yourself back on anything if you wish to do something go out there and do it if you don't know what to do go ask for help right go find people that have already been doing it and learn from them you want to fast track your results invest in mentorship invest in coaching you know like i said find people that you can literally learn from Right. So, you know, Meta Tattoo Club, you know, I, I don't want to talk too much more about it, but look, you know, Meta Tattoo Club, you know, we're we're there to provide and create that community where you can incubate and that you can come in and succeed on many levels, right? There are people that can help you when it comes down to making money online, coming down to making money with alternative ways, right? Being a part of the community, you have access to so many bright-minded individuals that you can now leverage, use to your advantage, use for the next business opportunity, use to bounce the idea off of, right? So take advantage of it, please. Reach out. Get the support that's necessary. 
and go out there and go make that dream a freaking reality. All right. So yeah, guys, um, I don't know how much I want to keep talking. Um, one thing I found out, you know, about, you know, the whole NFT culture, it's very interesting. A lot of you guys love smoking weed. And, uh, you know, one thing that I found was like, you know, smoking weed, doing business, going into entrepreneurship, you know, it would smoke here and there, right? Like maybe once a week, have a joint here and there, like a little puff. Like, you know, I'd buy, like when I was living on my own, right, I'd buy like an eighth and that would last me literally six months. You guys are like, what? Right? But in this Web3 space, guys, you guys love to toke. And like even it's a part of our culture in MTC in a sense. So um, I was like, man, maybe I should just get super stoned for this podcast and just see what happens. Um, I did smoke a little bit. Didn't smoke anymore. But, um, you know, we can maybe puff one and go from there, you know. Um, but quite frankly, you know, it's – it's exciting. It's exciting for what's to come for, for Meta Tattoo Club. It's exciting for what's to come in for this space as a whole. Guys, hold tight, right? I know it can be dark. I know it can be gloomy. I know we can lose money sometimes. But those that do stick and stay, they be patient. Man, you'll be okay, right? I was just reading something um, a little bit about my gene key. I don't know if anyone knows about gene keys. I don't know enough about it to really tell you anything about it. But basically, you know, it, it kind of reaffirmed what I shared earlier. Like, I am put on this planet to be a service of others. And it stated as well that I must be patient in the process, even if other people may succeed before me that I am growing with. Be patient in the process as your time shall come. And I believe that is a good message for anyone that is listening to here, even though my gene key might not be your gene key, which it ain't, but that is still a great message to understand that your time shall come. If you've been feeling unlucky, if you've been feeling, you know, whatever, right? In the day, your time will come. So stick through the process, keep showing up, keep making it happen, and know that holy shit. We have the potential to do whatever it is that we want in life. We really, really do. So Meta Tattoo Club, reach back out. Reach out to myself. I'm always here. My, my ears are open. My doors are open, right? Of course, I can't get to everyone on a timely fashion, but I do my best. And guys, let's go make Solana. Let's go make NFTs. Let's go make this space freaking amazing because that's what we're here to do meta tattoo club is gonna be one of the top projects in the whole nft space we're on trajectory to be you know within the top five of every chain all the above we're gonna do it and just watch um this month is all about getting you guys tatted up um we'll be giving away some tattoos um we'll get your first guy to go out to sweden there you guys are going to get tatted the fuck up. And um, we're excited. We're excited to see that ink going to skin. And as always, we keep bringing out more utilities for ink. We keep showing up as founders. We keep showing up on these spaces, right? And like, look, you know, we're we're flying. Just hit 75,000 Solana trading volume. Well, hey, this is still just a start. The foundation has been barely been laid it is still 
settling. Where are we going to be when the engines fully start up? When we do get up the floors? When we do start stacking them bricks? Where are we going to be? So guys, hang tight. Trust the process. Stick and stay and you will be paid. All right? You know, we ain't cashing out for cheeseburgers, motherfuckers. We're here to go buy houses. We're here to go use and leverage that money to go make more money, right? Um, so yeah, simple plug. Um, I will do. I do my best to. I'm gonna keep up with some educational calls. We do them on Tuesday nights. Um, could possibly shift, but Tuesday nights we do educational calls inside of MTC. Um, you must be a holder to access. Um, that's a part of my course curriculum. Um, I guess you could buy the course and then you could also have access um, that's under the Club NFT brand and I kind of bridged it over to MTC as I've been spending a lot of time over there. Um, so yeah, I do offer an educational platform um, and that program, um, yeah, it's not that expensive. So feel free to reach out and I can get you plugged in. Uh, gives you the baseline from beginner um, to expert really to buying your first NFT to strategies on how to make money with your NFTs and what to look out for as uh, becoming an investor. So, yeah. Um, next, um, my my next podcast. Um, I know I will be scheduled into interview TB, right? So Tommy, our founder. Um, I have a few other projects I've been chatting with and in the works of getting on the podcast. I'm not going to say any names, but basically we're gonna, we'll make it happen. Uh, there'll be some other good episodes here. Um, thanks for putting up with me. If you did listen this far, you you put up with my voice for some time and. I'm pretty sure I just rambled for for a while and, you know, who knows? Like, should I even post this or what? Like, you know, but at the end of the day, like, let me know what, what your thoughts of this episode is because, you know, if you liked it, I can do it again. And, you know, maybe, you know, more streamlined on like a certain topic. Maybe you want to hear more about that diet I, I work on or that, that, that day-to-day life or the, you know, maybe more on the MTC journey or whatever you want to hear. Right, you know, let me know, and I can always create that. So, um, you can hit me in the DMs on on Instagram and let me know about that. So, um, that being said, guys, you know that's it for this episode. Um, you know, be sure to go rate uh, the show, and let's get this out to more and more people. And um, yeah, I'm just excited to run it up with you all. I hope you get to know me a little bit better um, as a person. You know. Yeah, I'm trying my best to have as much fun with you guys too. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, frick, I just said that try word. and It's not a word you use, guys. Have you ever tried to pick up a pen before? Or have you ever tried to put your clothes on? <laughs> it's all bullshit. One of, one of, one of my mentors show, shared that with me once, and I was like, man. And she told me to remove that from my vocabulary. And I pretty much got rid of it, but I did just catch myself on there. So um, that's why I love being with conscious, connective humans, right? Is that they will actually call you out on your shit. They'll be straight up with you and put you in your place, right? And that's important to have around in your life, right? So don't be afraid to call out someone else either too. But uh, that being said, that is it. Much love. This is episode nine of the Club NFT podcast. I'll catch you on the next one. Cheers. Hey guys, you made it. This is the end of the episode. And before you, you know, tune away and, you know, go do your thing, 
I wanted to let you know a couple things of you know, what Club NFT is here to really do, right? Because if you're, you know, struggling and you know, not really getting the results that you're wanting in the NFT space as an investor or someone that, you know, being involved or maybe just getting started, you need to figure out where to even get started. Well, guess what? We got you at Club NFT. You know, Club NFT as a whole, we help, you know, beginners in the space, you know, become more profitable, right? We educate them, you know, and education trumps literally everything and they're going to give you that winning edge on most people, right? Because most people fail in this space. We want you to become a winner as we understand, you know, NFTs are the number one moneymaker here today in 2022 in the online space, right? And you want to be a part of it. So if you want to figure out a little bit more about all these details, you can find that at clubnft.art. You'll find all the details there as well as you'll see some of our previous episodes. And as always, guys, I want to encourage you to share this with people, right? Let's get this out there, this podcast to more people as we want to empower more founders, more entrepreneurs to get involved in this space, right? So go do that right now. Share it to your story. Share it on Twitter. Uh, posts about it as well don't forget to rate this episode five stars right you can do that on spotify on apple Podcasts, and for the people that are still listening right now i want to reward you i want to give you a gift and my gift to you is very simple once a month i'm going to be doing a lucky draw so people that go out and share this people that go and give this five stars i'm going to be you know going through the the people that rated this show I'm going to pick one random winner every single month until I decide to cancel this. Um, Every single month, I'm going to give away a personal NFT from my collection, right? And I'm going to gift that to them. Maybe it'll be your first NFT. Maybe it'll be your hundredth one. But I want to give that to you guys as being a loyal listener, supporting me from the early stages. I want to gift that to you. Um, So that being said, guys, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate every single one of you, and I hope you received tremendous amounts of value. Go check out the next episodes as we continue to find founders in this space and interview them and hear their perspectives of what Web3 is all about. As always, lastly, feel free to follow me on all social platforms. It's one handle. It is at I Trevor Johnston. At, yeah, that's it. At I Trevor Johnston. You can find me on all platforms. That's the letter I in front and Johnston, J-O-H-N-S-T-O-N. So, very simple, guys. If you have any questions, need me, anything like that, or want to be featured on this podcast, simply just DM me, and I got you. And, uh, yeah, that's it, guys. So, thank you, and remember, stay legendary.